Today on the GYST podcast, we take a look at reflection. What do we do individually to reflect and what do we recommend to get the most out of self-recognition and self-awareness? That's coming up on the GYST podcast. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Shit Together. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we are running on a bit of a skeleton crew as Jansen and Scott are stuck in that world-famous Seattle traffic. So with me in the studios, I am Rohit Rahila, and with me as always is... Glenn Rocks here. Patrick Liam. All right. I am... Looking forward to this episode. So literally just a few seconds ago, we're, we get a text from Scott and Jansen saying they're 30 minutes late. So the three of us look at each other and we're like, well, let's just record an episode with ourselves. And the topic of today's episode is all about self-reflection. So in order to really make a difference when it comes to personal development, it requires an external perspective of your life. What happens is... I've mentioned multiple times, we judge ourselves based off our intentions, but we judge others based off their results. So I could say I want to lose 10 pounds by the end of the year. And if I don't make it at the end of the year, I'll say, well, Glenn Patrick, here's why I didn't, you know, uh, I had lots of weddings to go to and a big Christmas party and, you know, you know, that wedding cake, right? So in my mind, I'm already justifying to myself why I couldn't do it. Because again, I'm looking at my internal reasons, my intentions. But if you guys tell me I I meant to drop 10 pounds, but I didn't do it, hear all the things, all I'm hearing are excuses. So again, we judge ourselves based off our intentions, but we judge others based off their results. So how do you know if you are truly effective in what you're doing? It takes reflection. And what reflection does is it allows you to get an external perspective of your own life. So that's what we're going to talk about today is what do we, the the three of us, do to get that external perspective, that reflection. And we're going to have some tips and tricks for you as well. So with that, fellas, when did you start with with (laughs) self-reflection? Many, many, many moons ago. Um. I guess it was, it was always, for me, it was always part of the family thing. Take personal responsibility. And if you screwed up your life, you got no one to blame but yourself. So you have to reflect on that. You have to look at what you screwed up so you don't make that same mistake again. Uh, my dad was very hard on me with that sort of uh, message growing up. Like, you screwed that up, not me. Fix it yourself. I can't help you get out of that jam. You made it. Clean it up. I'm a, I'm a little bit of the opposite. I, I started recently, within the last six months, and it kind of happened by accident. Uh, I started going out and walking more, getting out there, listening to music, trying to work out, focus on the health and exercising. And after a while, I, I started kind of thinking to myself and processing some of the things that happened throughout the day and analyzing those feelings, those emotions, what do I need to do next? And what started off with loud music or podcasts turned into 
more quieter music that allowed me to think and sometimes even talk to myself. Yeah, it's it's interesting when we turn it from just going out for a nice walk to self-reflection. What what am I doing? What's working? What's not working? I think we all reach a point in our lives when we take a look and we're not happy with the results that we've produced. I would say it's safe to say the majority of the people then introduce uh, various forms of escapism into their life because to reflect, it's painful. I'm not where I want to be. Would I rather think about why I'm not where I want to be and all the ways that I've screwed up or would I rather just watch something on Netflix or drink alcohol or drugs or go out to the bars, exercise, you know, read a book, I'm saying even positive things like exercising and reading a book are a form of escapism. You are escaping your current reality to do something else. They're positive. However, are you doing it because of the positivity that it brings you or because you don't want to think about something else? Reflection is hard. It's difficult. When I am first working with people, on self-awareness, it's the reflection piece that they always say, uh, because one of the first questions I ask is, how well do you know yourself? So I would say, you know, Glenn, how well do you know Glenn Rux? How well do you know Patrick Liam? And even just saying that, because I say their full name, it takes a second for them to realize, like, I am Glenn Rux. I am Patrick Liam. That, that's my full name. And I know it sounds silly, But what that does is that starts the process of taking that external perspective of yourself. Self-realization through reflection is very difficult to do. It's challenging. And, you know, if if you do it honestly, it's very painful. No one likes pain. No one likes pain. And reflection is the ultimate pain. You're forced to look at all your mistakes, all the bad things that you've you've put yourself through all the bad things that have happened to you you're forced to look at it when you reflect yeah change comes from a reaction the stronger the reaction the the better the change yeah i always say you can't have a breakthrough until you have a breakdown ah like that mm. god how many breakdowns have i had in in, in the last 5 10 years <laughs> it's sad to think about You've, you've said multiple times on previous episodes that one of your favorite ways of reflection is journaling. And I, I'm still kind of struggling with that. I'm, I'm trying it up, picking it up, maybe doing it for a few days, and then it just stops and goes away and forget about it and, and try to go back. Do you have any kind of tips on, on starting that? I do. Uh, I am a huge, huge proponent of journaling. It's something that I tell everyone that they need to do. And even for fun, every now and then I'll, I'll look back at my journal and I'll see like, oh, like three years ago, this happened. And if it involves you, I'll even take a screenshot and randomly send it to you. Like, Glenn, th- five years ago today, you ate this burger or, or whatever, you know, that like three pound burger. <laughs> uh, but what it does is it allows you to reflect on the person that you used to be. Because you aren't that person anymore. Even if I journaled, if I read my journal from yesterday, I'm no longer that person. Journaling can be as deep as you want, 
And so if, if you talk about your, your thoughts and your emotions and your motivational drivers, or it can be as superficial as you want. Today, uh, the guys came over to record podcast and we, we had a great time. We talked about going to the movies and, and some other stuff. And then we recorded even something like that. It's, it's not deep. It's just, Hey, here's what happened in my day. It's still what it does is it helps you understand to make the most of the day. So in terms of how do you remember to journal, you have to build it into your routine. We all have our nightly and morning routines. And, and Patrick, what I would say for you, because you've said personal development is, is still new for you, you are having ways, you're struggling with ways to fit everything into your current schedule. What's happening is, imagine you have 24 dishes stacked on top of each other. Well, now if I ask you to do an hour worth of personal development reading, what most people would do is they would try to set it on top, and they're like, oh, I can't fit it into my schedule. I already have 24 plates. There's no more room. And then if they realize it's important enough, they go to sacrificing in a negative way. Well, okay, I see it's important. So, you know, what I'll do is I'll just, I'll sleep an hour later. I'm going to sacrifice my sleep in order to squeeze in this hour. So you remove Don't one plate. Don't do that, by the way, folks. Uh, yeah. Um, so you you remove one plate and you and you add another, right, to, to fit the, the 24 plates. What that does is eventually you're going to go back to your previous habits because there's still a routine. The reason why we do that is because you have to consciously think about it. Right now, everything you're doing in terms of personal development, you have to consciously think about. For myself, I've been doing it you know, since elementary school. I don't need to think about stuff. Even my journal, I've had a computer journal since elementary school. I can go back and tell you what I was doing those times. It's a part of my routine. When I don't do it, it feels weird. I have to consciously think about that. But it's built into my routine. The reason why they say it takes, you know, I, I think the, the popular number out there is 21 days to form a habit, is because it takes that many times for it to be ingrained in your subconscious to where it becomes a part of your routine, to where you don't have to think about it right now. So what, what I do... Anytime I need to create a new routine is I drastically throw off my current routine. Uh, things that I'll do, and I'm just going to throw out some, some random stuff that I've done before. Uh, my bedroom door, I will put a sock right in the middle of my, in the doorway. So therefore, like when I open the door, I see the sock, boom, reminder. Uh, I've, I've put a ladder in a, in a, in my room or my bathroom, again, I'm going to see it in my bathroom. Ladder doesn't belong in my bathroom, but boom, conscious reminder. What people do is they'll use an app or they'll write a note or they'll just say to themselves, oh, I'll remember how to do that. No, that's not how it works. If it was that simple, you would already be doing all the things that you have said you've wanted to do, like eating healthier, save more money. But you don't because you still need that in your face reminder. So that's what I would do. If you want to journal, uh, maybe you set something on your pillow that you have to move before you can go to sleep. 
And that's going to be the reminder for you to, to do your journal. Oh, that's good feedback. So we mentioned journaling. We talked about, you know, my walks and self <clears throat> and Glenn talked about some things. It, can meditation be a form of reflection? Absolutely. Absolutely. Probably one of the best forms. It's literally just quiet recollections or quiet thinking of clearing your mind of everything but what you're trying to focus on. I mean, meditation is huge. Um, I started a meditation on the Bible. So I focused all my efforts on reading the Bible at specific times, and I clear out everything. I turn off everything. My, the only thing on is the light that gives me the, 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 the ability to see what I'm reading. And then I, I read what I'm reading, and then I sit there and I think, okay, I just need to focus on this and how it works for me, right? What, what it means to me. What, what were they trying to say, and how does it apply to me? So that's, that's my type of meditation, right? Clearing my head of everything else, throwing everything else to the side but what I need to focus on. Another thing about meditation that I like is it grounds you. It centers you. It gets you out of thinking about tomorrow, out of thinking about yesterday. It brings you into the present, hmm. which is why I'm a huge proponent of meditation. We did an episode uh, a while back ago that, that taught you how to meditate. I don't even remember what number that was, or if you were even here at that time, Glenn. I think so, yeah. yeah. yeah it was you, me, and Kyle. Might, might be good for a refresher. Right? So, okay, so... Patrick, I would say even when you go out for your walks, that's a form of meditation. Praying is a form of meditation. Sitting there quietly, not thinking about anything is a form of meditation. Daydreaming is a form of meditation. So it's anything that centers you. Uh, like, like Glenn talked about, he reads the Bible. Well, what that's doing is that's intense focus. And that, I'm, I'm sure at the very end, you feel very light after doing that, right? I don't know. There are times when the message that I'm reading is so heavy that I'm going, Jesus, what have I put myself into? Pun intended there? Pun intended. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. See, see what I did there? Yeah. yeah. Totally unintended, but is it Is it just worked. pop culture that why we think meditation is just no thoughts at all? Um, no, yeah. it doesn't. It, it's not that. It, there, there's a lot of misnomers about meditation. Yeah, when I hear and, it, and there are think. many different ways, right? Yeah. There, the cartoons that we grew up with, Tiny Toons. I know, Rohit, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, what a luna I oh, am. Oh, what a luna I am. Yeah, exactly. They, they make fun of meditation. But meditation takes many different forms and many different uh, focuses for each person. So you find something that you can sit there and focus intently on, that's meditation. Exercise at the gym. You see some of those gym bros out there. They're so focused on, on, on their workout. that They're meditating on their body right there. It's an interesting perspective on it. So I would say if, if you want to learn how to meditate, the easiest way is the 478 technique. So what you do is you just sit down and close your eyes all and, and be comfortable. All you're doing is focusing on your breathing. That is it. So the reason why it's called the 478 technique is you breathe in through your nose for four seconds, hold for seven seconds, and then exhale through your mouth for eight seconds. So again, breathe in through your nose for four, hold for seven, breathe out, exhale through your mouth for eight. If you want to take it a step further, what I like to do is pretend when you breathe in, you are breathing in a white handkerchief. 
when you exhale out your mouth, it's black. The reason why is that helps your mind understand what you're doing is you're releasing the toxins. You are, you are clearing out what you have inside. Meditation, uh, whew, meditation and breathing correctly uh, does a tremendous amount of releasing of toxins. Most people don't know how to breathe correctly. And I know that sounds silly, but you know, you think you breathe with your lungs. That's not the right way. It's your, your diaphragm, your, your stomach. So when you breathe, your stomach is what should be going in and out for proper breathing, not your lungs. Yeah. Someone who's had asthma for the majority of their life, it's kind of interesting to learn different ways of breathing. So Glenn, what are some things that you do to reflect? Hmm. Well, it depends on what I'm reflecting on. I mean, if I'm reflecting on my finances, for example, right? I will take a look at every dollar. I'll sit down with a spreadsheet and just look at every dollar that I've got and where it's gone. What's coming in, where it's going out. And I'll, I'll sit there. Now, was this a smart decision? Was this a good decision? Was this a, a, a rash decision? Was this a quick decision? Was it... I, I literally have to sit there and walk myself through every single dollar and every single penny. And I, I will just come to it. We'll call it a come to Jesus moment. When I go, oh, geez, I've, I've just wasted $50 today on, on this thing that's only going to last me through the week. What good is that bringing into my life? Now, how do I avoid falling into that pitfall next time that $50 item comes up? I love my hats. And, you know, every time they come out with a new one, I want one. It's like that ad just shows up on my phone. Oh, crap, I've got to have that. But now that I've done that reflection, now I go, well, you know what? I spent $50 on that last hat just about a month ago, and I really could use that $50 today. So not a very wise decision. So I'll sit there and I'll, I'll point out to myself, I've already been through this. I had troubles spending money. I need to find ways to keep that money here. Where can I either cut or how can I avoid just those rash in-the-moment decisions? I try to, I try to keep it in, in my mind every time. And that's the thing about keeping a, a financial journal, and that's one of Dave Ramsey's things. Thank you, Dave Ramsey, if you ever listen to this. <clears throat> Dave Ramsey's plan, his financial um, university, it, it helps you understand how to avoid those types of situations where you're making rash decisions with your money. And I'll sit there and I'll go, okay, well, well yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. But I had to be honest with myself saying, yes, I'm doing that for a personal just, I, I need an escape type venting, right? I need to vent and, and relax, find something that brings me some comfort. That's what I'm doing with that. Well, I need to find my comfort somewhere else that's more beneficial to me for the future. If it's with my personal life, I, I look at the, deci- the decisions I'm making, right? My diet, I'll look at my, uh, my exercise routine, which right now my exercise sucks. But my food, I'm making good strides with my food. I'm happy with the food I'm eating. I feel better. I don't feel crappy after, after eating the food. I barbecue a lot because I can grill up some chicken. I can grill up some salmon. 
and I don't feel like crap like a burger from McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's would have made me feel like afterwards. I'm able to keep track of that just by the feeling, just by remembering the feeling. When I do slip up and I get one of those crappy fast food meals, I feel like crap afterwards and I go, you knew better, Glenn. You know what you're going to feel like. It's a constant thing. Reflection is something that's constant. So, Patrick, you have stated you are fairly new to this journey. What are some of the things that you have discovered about yourself that maybe were there all along, like certain behaviors, thought processes that you just now recently are starting to become aware of? Oh, there's, there's quite a few. Um, <laughs> so, so health-wise, having the strength to do things, being able to go on these walks, being able to run. Something I've always wanted to do for years. Just various different reasons were holding me back. But even as a personality shift, you know, I'm becoming more of a, a direct individual trying to take charge, trying to take ownership of certain things. It's weird knowing that that's always been there and it just took time to reflect and unlock. Uh, nothing that I've learned, I feel like I have didn't have before. I just didn't have a means to find it. And that's what reflecting's kind of done for me in the last few months is analyzing these behaviors and course correcting when needed. So one thing that I would like to do is... All right. The reason why I did that, I did that on purpose, uh, ladies and gentlemen, was because I wanted to see your guys' reactions, Patrick and Glenn. And as soon as I cued that music, both of you kind of popped up and looked over. You were unaware of anything else except for that music playing, right? And trying to figure out what's going on. That is what reflection does for you. It breaks your patterns. Before I played that music, both of you were just going about, oh, it's just another podcast episode and, and going through the default behavior that you guys have always done. That was a disruption. That is what reflection does and can do for you. It causes a disruption in your thought process, in your daily routine, in your understanding of self. It's meant to do that. It's meant to be, let me take this mental time out and really think about who am I? What am I doing? How am I getting there? And so as we conclude this episode, uh, what I wanted to do was talk about personal development and reflection. You've heard us on the radio, or sorry, on, on podcast, multiple episodes, talk about personal development, talk about our own journeys, talk about our growth. It's one thing to listen, but it's another thing to actually do something about it. And even the people who are part of this podcast, present and past, will say things like, oh yeah, that's some great advice, or here's how to set effective goals, or here's how to reflect on things. But what they do in their personal life is different than what they say on air. It's more of do as I say, not as I do. With reflection... All that stuff becomes aware. It's self-awareness. So 
what you have to do is you have to consciously think about self-reflection in a way that breaks your current thought process. Like you heard me mention to Patrick earlier, leave something on your pillow as a reminder to journal. For for Glenn, uh, if you if you want to walk more around the house, like like we talked about, right? That was one of the episodes that we did a long time ago. Is we were setting goals, and your goal, at least at the time, was to walk the perimeter of your house a couple times a day, right? Well, if that's the case, then do something to remind yourself, not just a sticky note, not just an, an alarm, because what those things do is you, if you are waiting for an alarm, that's an external thing. You have to have something punch you in the face to remind yourself to do it and break that habit. I've got something for that. Oh, so if you want, if you want to start walking, here's the best solution for it. Patrick, listen up. <laughs> Get a puppy. Okay. Make sure a... it's a large puppy that's going to grow into a large dog because they need the exercise. He's not wrong. That's you take them out for a walk, and yeah. believe me, they will walk. You will walk with them. You will be busy. Yeah. Uh so as we end this episode, the, the other thing I would say is if you are new to reflection, sit there quietly. Uh, in this episode, we taught you how to meditate, but reflect on who you are. And one exercise that I like to promote to people is describe yourself to someone. So for, for Patrick and Glenn, as you're sitting there, imagine you're talking to someone, describe Patrick Liam. Describe Glenn Rux to that person. And that will be the ultimate form of self-reflection. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, this episode has been all about reflection. We thank you very much for listening. And we are very thankful for everything that you guys do. And with that, this has been another episode of the GYST podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.